tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV's The Concert Experience. I am your host, Tony Moore, and I am joined by someone that you guys are very familiar with. For all of my Dance Moms fans, you have seen him choreographed a few numbers on Dance Moms, as well as Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. And now he is starting a new musical journey that we're going to talk about today. Please help me welcome Mr. Ricky Palomino. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. No problem. Thank you for coming on again. This isn't your first time here at Apple. No, not at all. No, no, no. We've chatted before. Yeah. I always love saying your name because I feel like it just rolls off the tongue. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, the full name or just the first the two? Fu- you know, see, I feel like you you can't just say Ricky. You have to put your last name with it, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some people have one of those names where it's just like, you know, just like Tony. That's it for me. Oh. But you <laughs> okay. you always have to be referred to as Ricky Palomino. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like that. I I like when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> so we were first introduced to you on um, on Dance Moms, and you did yeah. uh, some choreographed pieces on there. The infamous uh, piece where Paige forgot her her solo. Um, what was that whole experience like working on Dance Moms and with Abby Lee Miller? Well, I mean, I've worked with Abby ever since the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually a judge on that on that show, and um, I've always kept in contact, but it wasn't until like a couple seasons later that I, they brought me in as a choreographer. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to be back with the team and you know see everybody. But um, I was doing a couple solos this time, so I was in a different parameter and. Yeah. I had a lot of faith in these girls, and yeah, one of them just was kind of disappointing, but I know it was like super crazy amount of pressure for her, so I mean, I get it, I understand it, but yeah, it was a crazy reintroduction, so now I'm known as that choreographer that choreographed Paige's solo that she forgot. Well, it's definitely not your fault that she forgot her solo. You did a fantastic job. I really tried. I was like in the wings, like, you know, coordinating, trying to like let her know what's next, and she did a lot of this. (laughs) Like, huh? What? What am I supposed to do now? What happened? And I was like, improv! (laughs) (laughs) She's just broke down so yeah well i i think if i remember correctly you know you all being the dance moms expert i am it was a def it was definitely a different piece and it was definitely more of a adult piece for her which i think as a dancer is always important to grow and to experience and and do that and unfortunately she just couldn't deliver it wasn't you yeah it was her it was her, but... <laughs> yeah, so I actually haven't seen her since then, so... Yeah, Because well, she left the show, and there yeah. was a lot of crazy drama. Uh, when isn't there a lot of crazy As, drama exactly. with that show? <laughs> it's, it's, it just attracts it. Yes. 
When uh, now, of course, before you got into this musical part of your your career, you started off as a dancer. Where did you find your love of of dancing? Where did it come from? Um, I actually, well, actually, I was a musician first. Oh, um, okay, Prince. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you are a roundabout artist. Well, a lot of people don't really know that about me. Um, yeah. I started music when I was five, mm-hmm. and all the way through high school, I like. Was in symphonic bands, jazz bands, and um, orchestra bands, and um, so I would always start school really, really early. I'd go to school at like you know six o'clock and rehearse before it started. And by the time I graduated high school, I had like twelve instruments underneath my belt. Mm-hmm. I was like school drum major. I did that whole bit. So um, when I was before I got into high school, my cousins danced, so I loved it. I loved what it brought. I loved all the competitions they went to, and mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a part of that. So once I got to high school, um, I really didn't like PE, and I was Who allowed. Did? I didn't like I didn't like PE either. Right? Well, I didn't like it because it, it was like the second class I had of the day, and I have this like OCD about body odor that I didn't totally. want to go throughout the day like you know a little funky. Exactly. So I was like, PE is not my thing. Like if I can skip this, I would be good. And at but that age, you don't want to like shower like, <laughs> with no. everybody. Yeah, it's no, just... I'm not trying to do that. I shower at my house. We're not that comfortable yet. <laughs> no, no, I don't know you. What are you doing here? <laughs> and then when we were growing up, they didn't have these portable body sprays and exactly. all these fancy... You had to wear, like, colognes, but we were too young to wear, like, cologne and stuff. Totally. Yeah. I was, like, packing on the Trace Flores <laughs> and, like, that was my cologne. But, um, no, so I actually got to do dance instead to, like, you know, get the credits for PE, so... Yeah. From then on, I was, like, heavily in ballet, did Ballet Arizona, mm-hmm. um, not in the competition world at all, so I, like really delved into the technique of things and I loved it. So yeah. right after high school I actually skipped out on a on a diving scholarship which my father will not let go. <laughs> um but yeah, I had a, a swimming and diving scholarship to ASU, mm-hmm. and I skipped out on that and went immediately to Cedar Lake in New York after I right. graduated. So yeah. that's and it just yeah, fl- exploded from there. Yeah. 12 instruments you know how to play. Yeah. Name them. Um, the flute, clarinet, sax, trombone, French horn, the piano. I did a little bit of the trumpet, not much. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the last ones are like bass clarinet, alto clarinet, you know, um, soprano sax, baritone sax, um, tenor sax, and then, yeah, so. That's See, so the Prince 12. reference was right. I can now imagine you in the studio just being like, okay, we're going to add some sax. Excuse me while I go pick up the sax and play that. Oh, we need a little trumpet? Let me go pick up the trumpet totally. and play that. Totally. <laughs> I, I was that person. I was. And, like, not to, like, toot my own horn, but, like, at one time in, like, symphonic band, mm-hmm. I had, like... Um, my own little stands where it was like my flute stand, clarinet, my sax stand, and I was like first chair in all three sections. So I was like in it. You were you were that guy. I Everyone walked in the band guy. room and was like, oh, oh. See, not me. I was the last one to walk in because I did marching oh. band too and I played drums. But I didn't, didn't want to rehearse and practice and all that kind of stuff. Just give me the music, rat tat tat, gotta go. One and four, I'm good. <laughs> like, that's it. Those are the only be- Triangle, good. That's me. I would do that. Oh, you want me to play gong? Got it. Boom. Done. Gotta go to lunch now. That was me. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> so, musically, you know, with you um, starting off in music and having all this experience in music, who influenced influences you musically like who are some of your 
favorite artist? Um, well, I mean, starting from the beginning, uh, my uncle really influenced me in music, and mm-hmm. he was, like, heavy heavy in, like, Latin percussion. Um, so it literally stems from, like, Gloria Estefan's, mm-hmm. um, uh, gosh... Alejandro Sanz, Alejandro Sanz, like the Shakira's, a lot of like Latin music. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, I love like sounds of like FKA Twigs. I love how she experiments with her music. Mm -hmm. Um, I love like the dynamics that Florence and the Machine uses. Mm -hmm. I think she's just so epic in her in her tone and. yeah, I'm just inspired by a lot. Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. I love how he explores lots of stuff. The Weeknd now. Oh, yeah, just, I love The Weeknd. Yeah, he just has that, like, Michael Jackson-esque Prince slash Bruno. He just, you know, kind of blends a lot together, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, going back to the, the dance side of things, one thing that I just recently found out, and I talked to you about this um, yeah. before we started, I didn't know you were a finalist on So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, I, I totally went through that. How was that process and, and ordeal? Dude, that was that was crazy, because um, I was in Cedar Lake, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, I was a soloist there, and had recently left... Mm-hmm. I actually left through all the um, drama of the departure of, of Lucy Ballard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was on hiatus for a minute. I was teaching on dance conventions and not really my cup of tea. So um, a friend like randomly called me and she's like, hey, there's this show. It's been on for two seasons. Yeah. You should, you know, go audition and see what, what you can do. And I yeah. was like, okay. So I bought a ticket to Dallas and I got on a plane like two days later, randomly just, you know, rented a hotel across the street and auditioned and they kept me and loved me. And mm-hmm. um, I made it all the way through Vegas week, um, had a really good connection with Mia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she really rooted for me mm-hmm. to be on the show. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of like kind of hype that I was like her favorite dancer mm-hmm. and um yeah, I stayed on until I was top 20. Yeah. Stayed a couple of weeks, and I was literally... I was actually one of the first males to leave, so I was like the top 10 male. Yeah. Um, but it was an awesome experience, and I met an awesome group of people, and I still keep in contact with them. I've actually... Um, assisted choreographically every single season mm-hmm. after. Yeah. So oh, I was nice. on season three, so... Yeah. From four through 12, I've been, like, assisting choreographically which has been awesome yeah and i mean you've done a lot of choreography not just on that show of course on dance moms and abby's ultimate but you've also traveled around um and done choreography as well where do you draw your inspiration from when you're when you're choreographing for things and especially being influenced by the different cities and and places that you go to where do you draw honestly it's like people like just friends Mm -hmm. um traveling a lot like i meet so many people i'm just i've always been open that way but mm-hmm. for some reason i get really conversive with people and like their lives experiences and all that stuff so um i like draw a lot from that mm-hmm. a lot that people are going through that a lot of unsettled stuff yeah so i in a way like try to find closure for them and me and family um yeah, there's so much to pull from in art. That's yeah. why that's why I'm so addicted to it. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, I just can't stop. <laughs> 
Was there a, is there a piece that, that you've done that really sticks out for you that, that you hold near and dear to you? Oof. There's always that, I always feel like there's that yeah. one piece, that one thing where you go back and watch it over and over again and it still touches you. Do you have that, that one, two, three, totally. four, five? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, actually, it's like one through like 12. Yeah. Um, I set a show on a, a company in Poland mm-hmm. in 2011 called The Transit of Venus. Mm-hmm. I, wrote, I wrote it for two years, and um, I finally set it on them, and um, it was about the transit of Venus, which is a actual solar... Uh, a solar like happening that happens like every two thousand years. Mm-hmm. So I made this complete show around that that orbital situation, and there's like a series of twelve pieces that that like leads into that. And I I based all of the planets. I had a character for each planet, and they like were going through like war and fighting and teaming up and mm-hmm. all this junk and. Um, it was a really, really beautiful show. It was like funded by the city. Yeah, we had massive sets, and yeah, it was really, really insane. And that, as a whole, was super, super moving for me because it validated me not only as a choreographer, but mm-hmm. as like a kind of like a world inspiration. Yeah, especially like because they had a lot of a lot of. Uh, politicians from their country like come to see this opening and it was a really big deal out there mm-hmm. so i i think that was the, like my most validated point as an artist yeah um so that one definitely holds the most to me yeah. also too that um it went on like a, a tour afterwards mm-hmm. after i left it and it actually ended in warsaw at the the centrum um, Centrum Culturi mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, that sounds real fancy. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but it's like the Copernicus like Science Center in Warsaw and it ended on the day of the transit of Venus. Mm-hmm. So they got like this science award for like you know, promoting this happening and yeah. it was it was just tied in so many things so i right. think i'll never forget that wow now who would you love to to choreograph for like who would you love to to set a piece for or to just or set their tour or just work with oh well if you would have asked me that like literally a month ago mm-hmm. pff, it would have been madonna oh uh, but uh yeah so I, I really wanted to be a part of um, her new show, the Rebel Heart Tour. Yeah. Um, so I submitted to it, and um, actually she called me in f- as a dancer for a second, mm-hmm. and then kind of just like you know brushed it off. So now, <laughs> but I'm you kinda, got called in by Madonna. I did, but then I yeah. So it, I never got seen, but um, I really wanted to be a part of that tour. I really, yeah. I really like felt like I was connected with her vision and what mm-hmm. she was going through in life, and I thought that would have been amazing. But um, I also submitted for FKA Twigs. Okay. I think she's like a new up-and-coming and experimental artist. Mm-hmm. And um, she brings in a lot of, um, a lot of uh, what is it called, um, just innovative art. She works with, you know, artists. Mm-hmm. So, like, Daniel Wurzel, she, like, brought in his, like, fans with the floating fabrics mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, moved and danced so installation art is what I'm looking for. Yes. She works a lot with that, and that's kind of the world I want to be a part of. So. Yeah. 
Well, mine would be Beyonce, obviously, because I am yes. a huge Beyonce fan. So I would be, if she wanted me just to even wait in the wings and be a standby, I'd be like, I will sit right here, and whenever you need me, I will be ready. See, she would be so lucky to have you. you Thank could, you. You could I, totally be I her double. I feel like she would, too. You know what? I do feel like I could stand in for Beyonce. I feel like I have danced like a lot of her numbers just as many, if not more times, than her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm all about that life. So, Beyonce, if you're watching... You call me in case Ashley or Kimberly are not available. I'll be your left or your right. Or I'll be like Ricky and I can be your left, right, and center. How about that? There we go. Yes. You need to do a dedication piece to her and just like tweet it to her. I may, I may do that. I, I, I'm write that down. Got it. Um, so venturing on into, uh, your, oh, well, one more thing I want to talk about with you is, um, all of our Dance Moms fans are, are very excited about Kendall's uh, Wear Em Out, and you were involved with that as well with the music, correct? Totally, yeah. How did, how did that come about uh, with you, like, working with her and, and on that project? Um, well, okay, so even after I, I like, left, left the show working with Paige and Brooke, you know, mm-hmm. um, Abby and I have been, like, good friends for a really long time. And shout so, out to Abby. Shout out to Abby. <laughs> we love you, Abby. And we miss you. Yes. Um... So, she was, you know, wanting to get the girls involved in other things and expand mm. their careers. And I had been working with um, with my good friend Nicole, who who goes by Nietzsche. And yes, my good we've friend, had Nietzsche. Yeah, Nietzsche and Shay. And Shay, yeah, yeah. So good friends of mine, and we were already working on music for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like over a year ago, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we were toying with the idea of like, you know, maybe we can work together with with Abby and you know get the girls in and really try to develop something for them. Yeah. So, yeah, I reached out to Abby and let her know what we were doing and mm-hmm. she was into it and now the girls are fully immersed into Jenga Productions and um it's on and thriving and yeah, yeah there's so much going on with with that collaboration and Yeah. Yeah. So, Look at it's you! You're so busy, crazy. so busy. It could be Madonna, is it maybe, her? Um, sh- this one's Florida, so oh, okay. maybe it's no. Gloria. <laughs> Gloria Stefan. <laughs> See, you talked about her, and there she is. Right? <laughs> we'll get back to you, Gloria. We'll get back to you. Um, so now you said that you've been working on your music for over a year now, or yeah. longer, and um, you just released your single Eleven. Eleven. Yes. Now tell us about that. The the concept and the and the visual and the the thought behind this this single like what was your your inspiration behind this okay well it's pretty crazy because everywhere i go like i've been seeing like the time 11 11 mm-hmm. and i'll always like see an 11 somewhere or I'll, like have to go to a location and it's like 11 11 burbank or um a total from a receipt is like literally 11 11 so it's did you like, play it in the lotto <laughs> no, but I should. That's your next step. You right? need to play it in the lottery. You're so right. Yeah, yeah. In so, fact, I'm going to the 7-Eleven right now to play it for you. Okay, let's <laughs> please do it. We'll split the earnings because yes, yeah. Um, so I've always like been running into this number, so I definitely wanted to do a title and like a song to this weird, mysterious numerological happening. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked on this song. We actually started working on this song like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we we needed a dance track. Um, 
apart from the other two songs because they're very well you're, you'll hear them I won't describe them yeah. that much but um, um, Eleven was the go to for the, for the first single yeah. and um, it really touches on um, the idea of like immortality and like kind of living forever not like being a vampire or anything but mm-hmm. like um, the idea, idea of like leaving a legacy behind and um, leaving a, a true stamp of like art behind to where you're kind of mummified forever mm-hmm. um, hence the mummify my heart baby play it like a drum mm-hmm. um, scatter me in sound baby hold me in your hands um, so it's really like giving a piece of yourself um, to the the yeah, to the latter, if you can, yeah, if you will. So that was the inspiration for Eleven. Uh, you just recently uh, released it, and you guys can purchase uh, Eleven on iTunes, so make sure you go out and get that now. But you are also soon releasing the video for it as well. Yeah. And you so kindly brought in a little sneak peek totally. of the video for us. So you guys check out this little... Jonathan, I hope you're ready. Are you ready? Perfect. Um, check out this little <laughs> sneak peek of Ricky's upcoming video, Eleven. Awesome. They can see it. But, uh, Now, there's a lot of, of visuals and, and choreography like happening with this, um, and, and it looks just judging. I haven't seen it yet because I didn't want to like give too much away because I can't hold water. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I would have spilled everything. I would have said this is how it looks, this is how it is, all that. Um, but the the overall look is just very like creative and and very visually pleasing. Like, how did you come up with with this the concept for the video? Well, um, it was really important for like me and my my music manager, my music manager Justin, um, to like really utilize my fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had all the all the dancers wear all of my clothes mm-hmm. that I've been like designing, and um, I've been working heavily with this jeweler um, named Glenneth Barron. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes the most exotic, amazing jewelry and sells to. To Beyonce and her mom and Solange. I need to be in that room. <laughs> exactly. And like Brittany and Fergie and she, you know, sells across the board. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Matt, I'm like heavily involved with and, you know, he's a crazy amazing visual artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so we brought him in as a choreographer and then we brought in Columbia Titoni, this awesome new director who's just super passionate, um, just tiny and mighty if you will and mm-hmm. we just kind of put all these elements together um even the space that we were in we were working out of a new dance space in noho which i kind of like am a counterpart and like designating new teachers to come in and teach for them yeah so it wasn't built out yet so we like used the location we used the jewelry the marcelino fashion mm-hmm. the the matt katie choreography um and just blended it all together mm-hmm. um so that this was kind of the product of it yeah and we didn't want to like create a dance video to where it was like you know dance from top to bottom because people kind of know me as that already yeah so we just kept it very Artistic mm-hmm. chose a really strong storyline, um, which was heavily involved in like legalizing gay marriage and 
all of that that's been going on there. Mm-hmm. So we really addressed that. And, um, yeah, that's kind of the product. And then we had it edited by Neil Fernandez, who's an awesome editor. And I we couldn't be more happier. Yeah, so. no, I, I am looking forward to seeing the whole video. Um, I didn't want to spoil it for anyone now, but when as soon as it's released, we'll put it in the uh, description uh, comment section so that you guys can check it out as well. Um, now, coming up with your with this single and, and the music that you're going to come out with soon, like, when you sit down to, to think of, you know, how to define yourself as an artist, like, how do you come up with your sound? Because I think for a lot of artists, it's always important to establish, like, the the sound uh, that, that you're going to present like how did you come up with with that um well that's like tip my hat to like my music team that's mm-hmm. um coming from Nietzsche and Shay and I we really like sat down and it took a while I mean probably a good three months of like prepping and developing of like where I wanted to go because like being so immersed in so many arts like I I have so much to express, so I was coming from, like, a million different places. Yeah. Especially, like, traveling around the world. Um, I'm, it, I'm like, inspired by so much different music. Mm-hmm. So we literally kind of just tried to blend all those together. Yeah. Um, taking, like, sounds of, like, the Tokyo, um, sounds of Ibiza, um, alternative indie music, kind of pop music and mm-hmm. dance music, and seeing what we could come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that was pretty much it. It was the Jenga Productions crew that really sat down with me and really helped me. Yeah. So, and they're good friends, so we've we've known each other for over nine eight or nine years now yeah. so so they know you they know me yeah, yeah yeah and it's always for me i i always feel like it's important to work with people that do know you and that do get you because then the relationship is better and then you put out such great product so totally yeah now speaking of great product we have to address all of this like you are so <laughs> so fashionable in this and you mentioned just your your clothing line that you've been working on yeah, um so yeah. tell us more about that i mean you are just a renaissance man you well, are d- music <laughs> dance fashion you got you got more stuff coming out than justin timberlake you well, give him a run for his money oh okay well <laughs> someday maybe someday no not someday right now now. Right now. Okay, let's do it right now. No, it's actually Matt's fault. Um, I was uh, doing uh, costumes for Matt's show, Robots and Humans, which mm-hmm. is an amazing soundtrack that you guys should all pick up mm-hmm. on iTunes. It's, um, what's the full title? It's about robots and humans. It's about robots, humans, and the meaning of life. It's yes. an amazing soundtrack, but it was a show back in October. And um, I told him I would help him with costumes, so I started buying wardrobe from, like, thrift stores and goodwills and um destructing them and you know remaking them piecing yeah. them but i saw the architecture of these pieces mm-hmm. and it just really i understood like this these puzzles if you mm-hmm. will and um i come from a bunch of seamstresses like my family um they make they made um well, my grandma did a lot of, like, drapery and, like, curtains for, like, J.C. Penney mm-hmm. and then, like, clothes for, like, her kids growing up. They yeah. just never bought. So I come from that background, but I really started to see, like, the piecings of things and it made sense to me. So after that, I started just, after the show, I started doing my own line. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I created 84 original cuts and pieces. 
And the palette is from, like, blacks to, like, golds, whites, grays, stripes, all the ways to, like, silver and, you know, darks. So I created 84 pieces. Um, I later released 30 pieces with no labels um, mm-hmm. to a store in Melrose. Just Look to at see you how trying to do. release and close like like Beyonce did with her album. Just say, here you go. These are the pieces. Don't label it, though. I don't want them to know it's oh, me. Oh, <laughs> I did. I'm going to release it in secret. And then you were sitting in the store like, I did. I totally did. I just, you know, sent them in and like I wanted to see if people would like catch to them and yeah. um they were pretty p- pricey pieces. Mm-hmm. Um so I I released 30 and they were they're all gone. Um, That's amazing. That was probably like 2 months ago. Yeah. So every single piece is gone. My my biggest item was like a long sleeve like mohair fringe mm-hmm. throw. Um so it's like a jacket with a long scarf. That you could throw, but also hood at the same time. Okay. Um, and that piece sold for like six hundred dollars. That's a lot. Yeah. So then I knew. I knew from there. I'm just like, gonna come over to your house and have you sew me one. Oh, I'll bring the fabric anytime, anytime, <laughs> anytime for sure. So like, um, those were all random fabrics. So now I'm just. Uh, Switching over to, to eco-friendly fa- fabrics, mm-hmm. like all wools and satins and linens and all that good stuff. And I have a manufacturer now. Mm-hmm. So of those 84 pieces, I've brought them to her now, and we've restructured the patterns. And they're all, like, original cuts, original designs. Like, yeah. no one else has them. And is, this is for men and women or just? Men and women. Okay. And it's anywhere from, like, um, dancewear mm-hmm. to, like, you know, easy, easy fashion mm-hmm. um, to, like, really, really high fashion, which now I'm working on, like, really, like, awesome military jackets and, like, long trenches for women mm-hmm. um, that are, like, really high-density wool. Um, so it's really, really good stuff. And that's actually going to be released in a store. Um, I don't know the title yet, but it's Glenneth Barron's Jewelry Store. Mm-hmm. She's opening up on Melrose, and it opens uh, the first week of October. Oh. So, I'm, so I'm exclusive to her now and out of the other store in Melrose. And you're going to put your labels on these, right? Labels will be on okay, these. Okay, good. We can't, we can't be releasing no more um, clothing in secret. We got to let people know, I know what it is. Well, and actually for like bringing me on the show today, I actually brought you a gift. You brought me a gift? I did, and it's very Beyonce-esque. Oh, look at this. Can I open it now? So, yeah. Can see, what the, see, I wasn't expecting this. This is like Christmas. Let me move stuff out of the way. Yes, get it out. So this is like an original cut, an original piece of mine, and it's a no label. So that's a real original yes. Marcelino. Oh, it feels good, too. And I love that one because you could, like, wear it inside out. Um, yes. Now, I'm going to have to go to the gym today for sure so I can squeeze into this. It's, yeah, it's going to look really, really good on you. And, yeah, it's like super those. soft. And, and it's light, too. Like, even though it's like a like a sweater type. Yeah. But I feel like I could still wear this in the sweltering heat of L.A. So, exactly. Because it's, like, breathable. Totally. It look breathes. at this. No one has ever brought me gifts here before. Really? You've been the first one. Oh, well, that's I just like sending my thanks and love. And there's nothing wrong with a good old black and white number because it goes with everything. I already have a few things I can pair this with. Totally. Once I, once I get this body snatched, though. Whatever. So that, so he looks great. amazing, y'all. So great. That trip to Sweet Moe's that I was going to make today in North Hollywood. <laughs> 
I'm gonna have to cancel that order. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's totally that was super you. nice of you. And you said that the your pieces are going to be in a store on Melrose starting October first. Yep, Glenis okay. Barron store. Yes. So if you guys are in the LA area, y'all go pick up a piece and and buy it and wear it and tweet it um, to us so that we can see you in it. Totally, and I'll be releasing over all my social media, so like I'll keep everyone up to date of the address, the mm-hmm. opening. Yes. All that good stuff. Keep everyone posted because I'm sure Dance Month fans in the area or any fan of fashion will definitely be there and definitely be there to, to check it out. I um, hope they will. And along with that, you have more music coming out um, over the next few months. Um, yeah. Can you give us some tidbits about that on what we can expect uh, more musically from you? Totally. Um, um, well, the next two are definitely more like indie Mm -hmm. uh alternative i would say Mm -hmm. um the next one has kind of like a folky feel to it so it's very very communal it's very chanty and just about really bringing people together yes um those type of songs always work totally yeah yeah yeah. i really wanted to to address a song where um it just brought those together that feel overlooked underpaid Oh, you know, overworked mm-hmm. type of situation. I feel like a lot of people are in that mode right now that mm-hmm. they just don't feel validated. They don't feel required. And I really wanted to address them that they are, that they're necessary, they're needed. Yes. And so that's kind of along the lines of the next track. Mm-hmm. And the third track is um, just a kind of a closure piece to myself. Um, one of the main lines in it is, I deserve to be loved. Um, we all do. We all do, but, for sure. You know, other than, you know, we know our, our parents love us and, you know, whoever you praise to. But um, but it's good to know that others love you as well. Totally. Yeah. Um, and so I really wanted to hit up on that. And um, that one's very, um, it's a ballad. Mm-hmm. And it's v- definitely mo- the most poetic of, of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super excited to get to that, that third piece before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... EP possibly coming possibly. out. Possibly, we were Notice just talking about that because the... again, I can't hold water. <laughs> I heard about this before. And yes, for <laughs> sure. Um, we actually just discussed that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all are getting an exclusive. You're you welcome. are getting an exclusive. Because I'm like Nancy Drew. I'm on the case. What's going oh, on? Okay, <laughs> Nancy Drew. Shout out to you, Nancy Drew. Right. Um, yeah, um, we just t- talked about that yesterday of releasing a little something more, mm-hmm. if you would say. I don't know if it will be an EP or like three more singles mm-hmm. or or a duo, who knows. But um, definitely more in the works for, for everyone. I'm loving the coming home to music. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've kind of like taken a step back from dance in the past couple of months. Yeah, um, It's just... Dance is a whole other industry. It's very... It's a whole other beast. It, it really is. And um, yeah. it kind of, like, not hurt my feelings, but, like, I'm definitely not as passionate as I was at, at one time. So yeah. it feels good to come back to music and really, like, express all of this art through, like, one avenue. Mm-hmm. So recently I've, like, come to the conclusion that, like, I don't have to, like work to be that backup dancer. Right. Like, why be the backup dancer when I have, like, so much to say? And yeah. I come from so much. And yeah. not, like... And, like, even my road, like, from the very beginning was a super tough road. Like... Yeah. Um, like, honestly, I remember, like, me and my mom, like, 
living out of our car for a second. Mm. Um, like, I remember being seven years old, and, like, we slept under, like, parking lots and, mm. like, with a tarp over our car, and, like, I would get out of the trunk to, like, pee, and, like, we, you know, we, we were in a hatchback. So, like, yeah. I've, I've been through a tough, tough road, and so... Yeah. I know I like I have a ton of ton to say and I think this is the avenue to like really say it and I, there's no way I can do that um being a backup dancer behind right. someone who's who has something else to say that you may not want to say. Totally. Right. There's no reason why you should, you know, be in the back. Your hand should always be here. Exactly. Not here or here. Exactly. Here. See, you're feeling me. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like that was everybody and um that's what I wanted to say through these songs. It's like um you know, we now in the in the age that we live in, like everything's so media oriented, like mm-hmm. with the periscopes and like with the YouTubes and the Twitters and even Vines, like yeah. we all are able to like tell our own story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone should like we need to get to know each other. Yeah, and just yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear more of your story through your music and and your artistry and and looking forward to what you have coming up because now you have this avenue where. Everything is kind of connected, and you can now, you know, share everything with the world. Totally. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I got an awesome music manager here. This is Justin, everybody. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. And of course. And of course. What's that? Hey. Matt Katie. How you doing? How you doing? The creator of Fanny Pack. Is it? The creator of Fanny Pack, <laughs> my choreographer now, so he's like mine. Just yes. Kidding. Well, in more ways but than But not one. really kidding. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you work no. You work for him. <laughs> oh, no, not at all, but it's definitely a plus. Oh, good, good, good. Well, it looks so. like you have such an amazing team behind you, and you have a lot going for you, so I just am happy for you. I'm happy to see that you're being creative and using your outlets and, and doing what you do and returning to what you're passionate about. Totally. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tony. No, no problem. Uh, before we wrap things up, uh, I want you to tell everyone where they can find you, where they can connect with you, where they can keep up with you because you have so much coming up in over the next few months that I don't want people to miss out. Um, well, I try to keep it really simple, and mm-hmm. it's just at Ricky Palomino, and that's um, all across the board on Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, it's all across the board. You got them all. I totally. thought I had them all. You, you've you got it all covered. Uh, <laughs> I, kind of, I guess. And then my website is just Ricky M. Palomino for mm-hmm. my middle name. Because my fashion line is Marcelino, which right. is my middle name. So. Mm-hmm. Ricky Marcelino, Ricky Marcelino Palomino. So you got so, one of them fancy names. Mine is just Tony Moore. That just sounds uh, real country. It is so country. <laughs> it is very country. Well, Tony Moore. Tony Moore. Moni Tua. That's me. Somewhat. So you he's got an alias. If you guys didn't know that, he's got Tony Moore and Moni Tour. Well, see, so you weren't supposed to tell the alias, so now what people are going to find me. What is that about? Let's well, interview you for a second. No, it's not about me. It is not the concert experience with Moni Tour or Tony Moore. It's a concert experience with Ricky Palomino. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, Ricky, thank you so much for coming on, and best of luck to you with everything, and I will for sure look out for you. And, of course, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the concert experience here at AfterBuzz TV. I've been your host, Tony Moore, and you can follow me on all social media platforms at Lounging with Tony or find me as Moni Tour. We'll see you next time on AfterBuzz TV's The Concert Experience. Hello.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.